I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome, Welcome to, to Burf Barf. Holy cow. I am so excited to be part of a team that was a part of a team <laughs> that did a crazy awesome thing. We have so much to talk about today. We do. And we're starting with Big's Backyard. And I should point out, this is like the first episode recording that we've started that we're not already giggling when it starts. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel a little bit bad for us. It almost says that like we're not doing okay. No, we're doing doing a good job. Yeah, we're getting more professional every week. We're fine. We just (laughs) didn't drink like half a gallon of champagne this time. Yeah, because I'm running 100 in a couple days, so I figure I should not drink a gallon of champagne. Right, and I ate my weight in Taco Bell in like a record amount of time, so... So yeah, we're doing great. Yeah. We're just a bag of nervous and calm farts. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. Uh, so, Big's Backyard. Big's Backyard. Holy moly. Uh, so, Annie went down with specific intentions to begin with. Yeah. Uh, and there are lots of podcasts already out about, like, the Final Four's experience, the Final Four people at Big's Backyard. Mm-hmm. This will not be that. This no. Will, this will be the perspective of a... Singular. A singular, a singular lowly crew person. <laughs> but yeah, so I went down to Big's Backyard. Uh, the backyard format is one y'all should be familiar with from our experience, my experience at Big's last year, both of our experience from Ohio Backyard this earlier this year. Um, so I went down to Tennessee where Big's Backyard is held literally in Lazarus Lake's backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dog's name is Big. Hence, Big's Backyard. I actually met a crew person uh, there who did not know that that was why it was called Big's Backyard. So I thought I I should explain that. Um, This year was particularly special because it's become like the world championship of backyards. Because Laz said so, essentially. He just put world championship in front of it. Not true. Because there are... There are now, like, ten international gold ticket events. Because he literally asked people to make those races. Yeah, because he willed them into existence. Right. Which, and then he just, and then he said, well, mine is the one everyone is trying to come to, so it is the world championship. I mean, he decided. That, I know, but isn't that things. how world championship dance puppet dance? Isn't that how world championship? No, comes usually into there's existence? a board that exists for like thirty five years who votes on things that decides where yeah. things are Laz held. Laz and Sandra. It's a small board. <laughs> They're like, should we make cupcakes? Should we have Dr Pepper? Yeah, done. Who should world we invite? Just the best runners in the entire world. So this year there was about uh, seventy runners, and I went down to Big Backyard with. Like a tier or like a flow chart of like if this then this if this then this. So I had talked to our dear friend Troy Allen who uh, had actually already solidified his spot at Big's backyard before he did ticket? Ohio backyard. No, no, he had a spot before he Why? won Ohio backyard. Oh, he just had a spot already. Yeah, from just yeah from his credentials. Oh, yeah. So he won Ohio and then backyard, won a golden ticket, but a- didn't. He, I mean, he didn't use the golden ticket. That wasn't right. like, yeah. Wow, what a waste of a hundred. He wanted to do, he wanted to do Ohio backyard as practice before doing Big's backyard because he had a spot to Big's backyard without okay. ever ever having done a backyard. Okay, got it. Got it. Okay, so I had talked to him earlier and said, because uh, I was on the wait list for Big's backyard, and I said if I'm not running the event, I absolutely will crew you. Um, he brought his parents as like, I'll say a backup. Or first, yeah. first up, sure. Um, 
dear Susie and Randy Flowers. You oh, know, God, just the like, nicest people Just the nicest parents lived. that you could ever have. They are so sweet. So I went with the intention of supporting them if I didn't get in, but was hoping that I would get pulled off the wait list or and somebody then you would, would crew yourself or Troy's parents would crew you for the first day. Yeah. And then I, go... I and then be I grew myself. Alone. Yeah, I Just had eating gogurt, sleeping, yes. sitting up in which, a lawn chair. Yeah, which I felt really like sketchy about, like if I got in. But then I reminded myself uh, at across the years, the three day event, we had no crew. Like my dad brought mm. like big meals like once a day, and we used the aid station. Granted, mm-hmm. but like which was we, an elaborate. But we aid like station. changed our own clothes, and I had a lot of my own food that I was like curing myself with. So I was like. It's doable. Okay. It's not going to be... Yeah. Made sense in my head. Sure. it made sense in real life. Who sure. cares? <laughs> uh, so I worked up the nerve to ask Laz, like, hey, if nobody shows up, like, can I get in? And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, uh, God bless him. Yeah. So I, like, uh, I, like, peed myself a little and felt sad for a bit and then was like, yeah, okay. Anyone would. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to trans- work on transitioning to being stoked about Troy's race and curing Troy for his race. I still brought a bag of running clothes to the start line Saturday morning on the off chance that I could <sighs> get That's in commitment. there. I, just, I don't know if it's commitment or being a lunatic or just delusional. You are, yeah, being, you are all those things. I chronically optimistic. I am, yeah. I'm not usually... I just... Uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, you're a nutball. But yeah. I mean, I think it's necessary in order to, Like, you're a nutball in the same way that a winner of this race, perhaps, was a nutball who yeah. was just like, I will win, I will win, yeah. I will win, And I, I think I've win. heard too many stories of, like, uh, I mean, I think Feggy ran hard rock, like, getting pulled in by somebody yeah. not showing yeah. up at the last minute. Yeah, like, he told me how that. How many people do we know that, I just feel like I've heard that story too many times, like, somebody didn't show up for Western States, and yeah. there was two people waiting in the auditorium, and they Worth put trying. on their vest, and they went. Worth trying, for um, sure. Anyways, that did I did not end up running the event, um, uh, and successfully transitioned to being all about Troy running his race, um, which I had envisioned being like a backup for his parents, and it turns out I'm too bossy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What happened? So, I actually no, don't know I just, about this. I just like took the I just like took the lead. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're good, but they're just good at like hand me the blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, and they so it was great to like do some troubleshooting, and they were both, like, they did an awesome job taking shifts on sleeping and stuff so that it never felt like any one of us was, like, completely, uh, like, wigged out, which was good. That's good. I think Randy went to every store that was in the area looking for pierogies, which nobody down there knows what they are. What? He asked several people the Walmart because I, I told them, he called me and was like, there is no pierogies here. No Polish and I was people like, in, in Tennessee? I guess not. I was like, false. There's pierogies there. There was no pierogies there. Oh, you went and looked yourself. No, I didn't, but we checked the, like, online store uh, really? inventory. Because usually that's something you want, too. Yeah. Anyways. Hmm. Um, they were awesome. Uh, Troy at Ohio Backyard had, like... I wouldn't even say the race of his life because he's had, like, a bajillion races of his life. Or yeah. maybe that's just his life. Yeah. Um, but at Ohio Backyard, he he really wanted to go to, like, 150 or 200. He was bloodlusty to make it to the second night. Yeah. And uh, Big's Backyard was not to be that experience. So he, pretty early on, ha- oh, yes, was not having a fun time. Yeah. That happens to some people. That. Even yeah. the best of them. I wouldn't say us. I'm not in yeah. there. Even the best of them. Uh, yeah, sometimes you just wake up and your legs don't want to do it. 
or you just have an upset tummy, or you just feel like that, you know, that weight that you feel that's just like pushing on you while you're trying to move forward through yeah. space? Yeah, or where you feel like your toes are like dragging along the ground. I don't know. Yeah. That one. So, he was not feeling great at like mile 60. Uh, Which is customary for him. Yes. So, it was hard to tell if this was like a low spot or if this was like. Yeah, sometimes this. he just needs hugs for like 10 miles mm-hmm. and then he's okay. Yeah. Uh, but he pushed himself to 100 miles, and I don't say that lightly. For him to push, need to push himself to 100 miles. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, 40 miles of all heart, no legs. Yeah. Barf. Yeah. Um, but lots of satisfying moments in there, including him wearing my road shoes, because he put on his road shoes and we're like, these are too small, they feel terrible. Oh, and no. Was, had he I, never worn them before? No, he had. They were just, I think, from His being on were small. Feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, do I have the shoes for you? I was like, Wait, you and Troy Allen wear the same size shoes? No, I, like think I, have this, I think I have bigger shoes than he wears. Because my road shoes that I purchased for bigs are, are 13? ginormous. They are 12, 12 and a half. two E's. So they are... 12 two E's. So they're just like giant duck They're feet. huge. They're huge. That's a classic. And they had race laces in them, so they were oh. like, I mean, they were slippers. They were Hoka Road slippers. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that sounds delightful. I'm sure he was like, oh. Uh, he was. This is the one luxury that life will afford me right yes. now. And I know this feeling because at Ohio Backyard, when I put my trail shoes back on for the second day of trail, I was like, <laughs> oh, no, get off yeah. me. Like, like cold, I just want dry muddy, shoes. dry, crispy boxes. That are just scrapey. They just yeah. all feel scrapey and they're on you and they're in you. So oh. now I have like my normal... Giant shoes, and not, and then I have my, like, backyard-level giant shoes, which are actually just <laughs> pants. They're <laughs> pants. They're actually just the end of 80s sweatpants cut off and then they're tied at yeah, the ankle. They're the cut-off part of footy pajamas. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Those are fun. What did he eat? So he ate... He did some yogurt, which was like... I do not understand. I, I mean... Protein and blood. That's what people, like, That's what Corny DeWalter did last year. Johan Steen ate a bunch of it last they year. They both ate yogurt. Yeah, and the year before, I think, the year that Guillaume won, he ate a shit ton of cheese. Probably, literally, a shit ton of cheese. Mm. Uh, um, so he ate that. He ate... Uh, he did a lot of, like, uh, bubbled water, which is not, like... Seltzer water? Yeah. Yeah, like for his tum-tum, I think. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he did some tailwinds. Uh, what were some of the other things? Grilled cheese. He uh, usually we... has a bitch load of food with him. No, he was proud of himself for bringing, like, a normal amount of food and then immediately sent Randy out to get more food. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't think he had any nutrition issues. Um, so he called it at 100. He called it at 100. And then went home? Yeah. So he hung out for a while and then went home. And, and we then had, you were like, yeah, so that's we, cool. Bye. I plan on being here for three more days. Yeah. So I was like, I because the last two years that Andy and I have been at Biggs, we've stayed till the end. Because, man, you don't, like, turn down a spot for witnessing the greatest spectacle on Earth. Sure, unless you have jobs. Yeah. I, yeah. I had, I had taken Monday off. Um, but... Uh, yeah, again, like, not wanting yeah, to give up, like, a treasure Yeah, you stayed at Barclays spot. late to yeah. watch people. You've stayed at Biggs late. I just, I just don't have the patience or the PTO. Also, you should know, like, I was, it was not like last year where there was, like, a dwindling amount. Like, it was, 
it was packed? the majority of people stayed. <gasps> I'm yeah. shocked. Well, because the other thing, so one, the the credentials of everybody running at Bigs this year was Ugh. insanely High higher profile. than normal. High profile. Like, there was no schlubs. Like, yeah. just... Yeah. Everybody, like, and there was, like, a program that had a short bio of everybody. I read if you want to read it, uh, Marcy Beard in a race report has pictures of the full program so you can read it. But every single person, you're like, <gasps> oh, what? you ran the what? What? How fast? Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> like, and I think there was only 20 people that had not run a backyard format before. Oh, so, like, so they were everybody like was experienced. Into it. They're all fanboys and fangirls. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, just, and, like, Four of the people there, three or four of the people had done six days in the dome earlier this summer. Like, Whoa. just, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and a lot of Vol State alums. Yeah, guys that ran the Iditarod on foot. Really? That's, like, my lifelong dream. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just, uh, like, just crazy stuff. Um, hmm. Cool. So, yeah. So, everybody, I think, was in it to win it and, like, also to, like, witness the thing. One of the, one of the, and I'm... Uh, not that I'd go person by person anyways, but Gavin Woody, who was one of the final three last year? Mm-hmm. Final three? Final four? Four. I think it was... Gavin? He might have been the, th- I I could, been the third be out. Sure. Um, it was a joy to watch him spectating this year because he was just like, ah! <laughs> like, just like excited about like people going out and just being like... Is he like, from Ohio? Uh, no, he lives out in Washington. He has a shaved head. Really okay. stocky dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, like, he was just, like, uh, I mean, just, like, uh, like loving excited, it. Loving, loving it. it. Just, like, loving oh, watching the game, really like, the game, essentially, which was really cool. Um, and also, this year, they moved to having, like, credentials, so each runner, like... What do you mean? So each runner could have, like, one or two crew people max, and they, like, each person had, like, Got a, a badge. badge because they didn't want extra people coming <gasps> because there's so much space. I'm shocked. So, wait. So, who... You got a Troy badge? So, Tro- so Troy had two badges, which we traded off with his parents not being there all the time. Oh. Yeah. And then you kept that badge when you transitioned? Yeah. And yeah. when did you get in with the so with the ladies? Yeah. So, we had set up our tent. So, uh, when we got there... John Sharp, Maggie Guderall, Amelia Boone were all in one tent, and Troy and Maggie know each other, and John know each other, because they all ended up running BFC in 2017, 16 together? Yes, So they knew knew each other from that, so we decided to just take our two 10x10s and tarp up the full two two tents. The exterior. Yeah, so we had like a double suite tent, which was really handy. I should have sent you with all my tarps that I bought for Biggs last year. Uh, We had had them all. Yeah, yep. Um, so after Troy was done and, like, had packed up his stuff, and I was like, yeah, I plan on staying till the end, he, Troy probably would have stayed, too, except for he didn't want his parents to just have to sit oh, there and, and they watch, drove probably, him. and they drove him. Okay. Um, which, you know, you never turn down a ride after, like... Oh, no. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. You go home. Um, so then I, uh, and this is, <laughs> this is obviously, like, the, the heroes in this story are not me, but, like... I, Says who? I, I really, like, uh, in, I'll say, the combination of new people and fangirling environments, I struggle to feel like a person of Who's, value. Oh, wow, I thought you were going to say be chill, which is also, true. Also that. But I, I love can that also you can't not be chill. Be, I can also not be chill. But people, like, genuinely turn to you for, like, expertise, and not just at this race. Just you saying that makes me, like... 
uncomfortable. I know, but, like, <laughs> think about our friend group, like, way prior to specifically this race in which I know that people asked you for expertise. Like, in our friend group of, like, Rocks and Roots people, she's going to leap out of her stinge. Looks like her face is going to come off. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. It's fine. People would, like, ask you about training, and, like, people would really say, like, what would Annie do? See, and I'm bewildered anytime any like, But that happened all the time. Yeah. Like, Drew used to say that, Travis used to say that, Jason, Brendan... All those people would be like, whatever you think Annie would be doing, that's how you should train for this. So. In a, Which no in, one would ever do. So in in an environment with, like, new people, all very, With like, Amelia Boone and Maggie Goodrell, yeah. you're like, I have idea. And I'm trying I, to act I like. some things Like, I'm trying to things. act like a normal person, and I'm not. And luckily, I, I know Gina from previous races we've run together. She's one of the people that has done, gotten a Croy every year up until this mm. year at BFC. Mm-hmm. So. Initially, I talked to them about, like, helping crew the crew because they were crewing Maggie and her, uh, not Maggie, uh, Gina and her friend Jen uh, Cooper. Gina and Jen were crewing Maggie. Amelia. Amelia. And John Sharp. And John Sharp was running. Yes. And what did he make it to? Uh, he made it to, like, 54 miles. He did one loop on the road and was like, I hate that! Yeah. Which, John, I, I wish you would have gone farther, or wanted to go farther, maybe, but I also respect someone who's just like, nope. <laughs> this is not this Said is not what you I to like. me never when I've just been like, don't like it. You're like, you're being a That's little bitch. That's because you're my best friend. John you, is not. You expect better from me? I do. All right. <laughs> That's fine. That makes sense. Um... So, so John stopped once they got onto the road for a few loops, and uh, as usually happens at Backyard, like, people that didn't have crew initially, like, other people, like, runners that were running, help crew, or whatever, so I was like, I'm just gonna help these guys. Just get in where you yeah, fit I'm in, girl. Yeah, just gonna get in, so I'm like, just wriggle so like, right in there. Stick my nose in, stick my nose. Hi, um, how's even your, my, your toes? Even though my instinct is to be like, nobody wants me here. <laughs> you, but the thing is, you weren't leaving, so... You yeah. are going to have to do the uncomfortable thing yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Um, so Gina and Jen were crewing three runners all day. I probably switched over to, like, fully helping them, uh, I don't know, maybe 30 hours into the race. And had you been sleeping? Uh, I slept a little bit. Um, but when we got to... Uh, so, yeah. So after Troy had left, I did a, like, resupply run for them. And which included essentially a box of whiskey, beer, and uh, almond milk. <laughs> that was for the crew? That was for the crew. So I initially started with crew you know, and the crew. All yeah. the most important beverages? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Amelia was done with her race mostly by the time that I what started. What did she make growing. it to? She made it to one, like 116. Oh, 120? Good. She's good. never run 100 before. Right, I read that. That's yeah, pretty good. which is really cool. Um, so, yeah. So, ended up crewing for Maggie. Uh, yeah. Holy which shit. just was amazing. Yeah. Um, it's like the most important thing that, other than the world record of 24 hours. Yeah. The most important thing that's happened in running in, like, months. Yeah. So, I don't think I'm spoiling this for anybody, because if anybody's listening to this podcast and, and only hearing the results won. now, be ashamed of yourself! Yeah. Not really. But Maggie ended up winning the event, so I got to see Maggie Goodrell become the first woman to win Big's Backyard. Ugh. Uh, so yum 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 yum. So that's the end result that I that I got to witness, and we can step back from that. Uh, I feel like this is it's historic. 
Like it is absolutely so. Last short. year, uh, Johann Steen and Courtney DeWalter went sixty eight hours. Yes, like two seventy something and two eighty something. Yeah, with, just with finishing just times. crazy. Um, and uh, Courtney ended up stopping, and Johan won last year. So it was kind of like, oh, it's possible, it's possible. You don't stop when. What's the famous? You don't. Oh, stop you don't. When you... you don't stop when you can't go any further. You stop when you don't think, think you, you can, can win. win. Yeah. Um, so Maggie had said. Uh, that Johan helped her with, like, her mindset, which was she decided before Biggs ever started that she would not stop. Yeah. And that, therefore, she would would win win. because she had already decided not to stop and there would be no debate in her mind for the duration of the event. is evident in social media. Uh, We talked about this a couple times this week about how she was talking to her her friend Bob and he posted a screenshot of their conversation six months ago where he was like, I'm going to beat you. And she was like, no, I will beat you because I'm going to win. Like, mm-hmm. very matter of fact. Yeah. And there was no, there was no shit talking. There was no hyperbole. Nothing. No. Just I'm a going statement to win. of facts. Like, I'm, I'm not going to stop. Therefore, I win. And that narrative continued for her throughout the race. And I feel, I, I know what she's talking about when she says that she decided that before the race and then there was no debate because mm-hmm. I've made a rule for myself not to sleep while moving. Mm-hmm. That has helped me a ton. What do you mean, not to sleep while moving? Like, don't fall asleep while running. You just tell yourself that? Yes, you decide before the thing. There's like, there is neuroscience that backs this up because of that whole thing about willpower being finite. If you are having a debate or a dilemma, that saps energy from you and eventually you have decision fatigue and you can no longer decide that you're not going to fall asleep or that you're not going to stop. Oh, I fall asleep every time. I'm not going to decide to not fall asleep because I don't believe that will work for me. I will just buy the gum. Boy, I, you should have told me that before. So, I could have used that in my pocket. So, Maggie, over the course of the event, it was so cool. Like, there was times that we as crew people were saying things like, oh, like, you've got this. And she was like, yes, I know. I'm not going to stop. Don't need cheerleaders executing the plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, and again, just, uh, and at one point, and she, she said, uh, I only see one outcome. And such which an is intense, so cool. Such an intense thing to say. Also, just such big balls. Like, it's so nice to be around women who are so sure of themselves. Like, we all need a little bit of that in our lives. And we all need to, like, take a little bite out of that cake. Because, like, I think that sometimes we spend a lot of time around people who second-guess themselves or are afraid to enter the sport, or afraid to even win, like, who are terrified of winning, Mm -hmm. even though they can. And I can't help but feel, like, this connection between our last podcast episode, when I was talking about the power of these stories that we tell ourselves, Mm -hmm. and what we're capable of. Yeah. Like, her story was written. uh, uh, She wrote it I feel like this is so, like, evident. Like, she told herself, like, this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. And, by golly, that's what happened. Wow. Okay. So the power of the brain. I have so many questions. The power of the brain. Um, what shoes did she wear? She wore ultras. So she flipped between the Olympus on trail mm-hmm. and the Olympus. Wow. And the knit something on the road. Yeah. One of the knit ultras. Yeah. Those are the, cool. They're real light. The two 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 Yeah. Uh, I wish I could remember. Um, one of the knit ultras. I I feel like I have to call this out because. We're talking about how we wear big giant shoes. 
She ties her shoes very so tight. So tight. I'll never understand it. That That's I, like squeezing the blood I, out of your yeah, feet. I don't, I don't understand. Know. I mean, I I kind of feel like whatever she did it's was fine. perfect. Like, yeah. yeah. Does I, she wear in gingies? Uh, no. Does she lube in between her toes? Uh, the most. Okay. So she was using trail toes, which I think is a Colorado-based okay. um, lube. Okay. Um, and... I hope I'm, like, not doing, like, sponsorship to service or anything for her. But, like, I mean, like, yeah. uh, like a handful of, like, so gr- trail toes. Greasy, greasy Gratuitously. toes. Wool Heel? socks? Uh, no, I don't think it was anything special sock-wise. Really? They seemed kind of plushy, maybe. Okay, yeah. so plushy-ish socks. A shitload of butter on her toes. Shitload. Ultras tied super tight. Yeah. Um, those adorable Patagonia shorts that as soon as I saw her in all the pictures this year wearing them, they're like green with like uh, yes, little diamonds. Yes, little Patagonia. Yeah, so, and it's funny because uh, Amelia Boone said, she goes, I've been running with Maggie. I've ran, I've run a lot of miles with Maggie over the years. And she goes, and it's almost always in those shorts. So she's like, been wearing, I've seen her in previous years yes. win races in those shorts. So go out and get those shorts. Yeah. Well, I love the idea of like, Having your lucky thing. Like, yeah. I wore those red waterproof Drymax socks for four years. Oh, yeah. They're your waterproof thing? Yeah, they still exist. I wore them to every race I ever did because they were so lucky. Yeah, they're so, com- and it's so comforting to just be uh, like, again, not a decision you have to make. That's just also, what you wear. There's a Drymax sock that you can wear for like 3,000 miles and then they never disintegrate. Yeah. Okay. Temperature wise, on the second night, what are we dealing with here? So it was raining the second night, and you know, if you wanted facts, you wouldn't be here. So, um, so it was raining mm-hmm. the second night, and she had a jacket that she had brought that was not a hundred percent waterproof. It was water resistant, mm-hmm. so she ended up borrowing Katie Wright's, who was the uh, fourth person out. So she was in the she final four. She wanted it completely waterproof. Yes, because it was raining a ton. Okay. Um, so she wore Katie's for a minute and then it seems like maybe she was either sweating or the mm-hmm. sleeves were not waterproof. So then she ended up wearing my precip jacket. I was going to ask. Like for full waterproofness, which was uh, like, and seemed to do the trick. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, she never, um, she, I don't think I don't remember her ever changing pants, like, the whole time that I was helping crew. Um, what was she eating? She was doing a lot. So she uh, so she works with ta- she works at Tailwind, which oh, is... Oh, that's good, right. Uh, uh, fortunate. Liter- literally so, nothing else I trust more in the sports nutrition mm-hmm. world than Tailwind. Yes. Ever. So she... Uh, so she used Tailwind, and she went on a... And there's a specific article that she wrote for Tailwind about what she did nutrition-wise. Oh, cool. Um, so she did a 10-day caffeine taper before... Just like Before you the do. event, so went completely off caffeine. So she would alternate between caffeinated and non-caffeinated Flavor? Tailwind. Uh, she did lemon and... I don't know what the caffeinated flavor was. Mm. Um... Wow. But she... I don't know how you taste things for 60 hours. And then she also did uh, Tailwind's Rebuild, their their protein shake stuff. Oh, I want it so, so she bad. did that It's in my Amazon couple, cart right now. <laughs> so she did that for a couple loops as well, um, which I think is really helpful because I think anytime you can get protein and fat in mm-hmm. there along with mm-hmm. the carbs, it just helps my stomach anyways. Mm-hmm. And then she did a lot of relatively bland foods, like 
buttered grits and um, I'm gonna try the buttered grits thing. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, and then she did like cream of wheat with cinnamon sugar that sounds on good it too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm a texture person, so that's I don't want to slurp noodles anymore. So I think that that's like just the right amount of chewing. Yeah, and then Susan Yancey uh, mm. brought over potato soup. <gasps> uh, soup loop, soup loop after soup loop. Mm. So. Um, and special shout out to the Yanceys. As always, they're As just always. the nicest they're people. The nice, they like, just I don't radiate know. warm energy. Like, I took a shower at their place during Did the you? race. Yeah, like, and they, they really, uh, they're just, they're just so kind. And, like, Ugh. Susan, like, drove me to and from my car a couple times. Like, just. Oh, what a babe. I, I, what just a babe. Com- she brought a salad for us crew people on the last day. And it was, like. Salad. I, I've like, never slammed salad before, and I was like, oh, produce, like, <laughs> rah, rah. yeah. After you've eaten nothing but whiskey and oatmeal cream Leftover, pies. like, food that I was going to eat if I either ran or Troy's food that he was going to eat. You don't want that food. Yeah. yeah so no. it's like living on Oreos and whatever else. Because I was too lazy to do anything else. Do you get to hang out with your timing people? Yes, a little bit. But, you know, uh, so when we got towards, like, uh... So Maggie ended up going 60 hours, so that is two and a half days. The whole second night, uh, Gina, Jen, and I all, like, as soon as Maggie would leave, we would all lay down and go to sleep. And oh, then yeah. we would all get up, which I think... Did I, you get the chills? No, because I had your sleeping bag. Oh, good. So I, like, just laid out on the... So while it was raining, we slept in one of the tents, and then when it stopped raining in the nighttime, I was just laying outside and sleeping in the bag with an eye mask on. <laughs> so You can also sleep anywhere. Yeah. Um, I just remember Andy and I did a whole shift of the sleeping in between loops, and we both got the chills so bad. And no, we were okay. poisoning from the heater. No, we, um, and we did that, we slept in between each loop for probably like, I mean like, Nine of the night, nine of the night loops. Like I mean, it was like constant. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think initially I would have my plan. My thought is always that you should have like one person sleeping and one person on. However, I would have to imagine that if if I was Maggie and dear God, maybe one day I will be, but that it would be nice to see that everybody else is also awake. So like mm. there, was, it was never like, oh, it's nighttime because one of my right. people is asleep. Mm-hmm. Every single loop, it was all three of us like, here we go. What do oh, you need? Oh, that's awesome. Like, um, was she wearing a vest? She switched between having a vest a waist pack or using her pocket in her shorts because after like the first day she was like I feel like this tiny bottle is breaking my arm oh, yeah. which I, I oh, totally yeah. get. You get it. Yeah, so she switched between the vest and like having stuff in her waist. So <laughs> this tiny bottle's breaking my arm yeah. is such a mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, would you I mean Oh, you know it. Oh, it has given me like drop shoulder. It makes me feel like my arm is ripping out of my socket. Yes. Yeah. I feel like my right bicep is unnecessarily huge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. So whatever, whatever you need. Um, but yeah, so each time she came in from a loop, we were like a pit crew. Um, like 
giving her like leg massages, using an Easton oh. machine, like just I, I mean, good crew. like doing a shoulder rub, helping her stretch out. Like uh, Amelia had brought, mm. <laughs> I think what she called her vibrating sex toys. She had two oh, of those, those guns. jigsaw thingies. Yeah, yeah, so she had so she had the one that we use at yeah. Rockies, and then she also had a different brand that apparently was more intense. More and intense. It, and it sounded like a goddamn chainsaw. It was oh hilarious because every time wasn't it painful? Every time either Amelia or Maggie would use it, it was like... <laughs> and it was just like... <laughs> so I think it was so you're just in a wild female sex tent. Like, it just yeah. really felt like you should be like... <laughs> 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 um, but yes, towards the end, it was just using the quieter ones. Sometimes it was less intense. But yeah, to your point, what is more intense than the one we use feel like? I have no idea. I, I put it on like two out of five, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. So, and it was predominantly, uh, like, on, like, Maggie's, like, hips and stuff, like, glute meads, okay, IT yeah, stuff. Yeah, um, glute mead, that's... Yeah. I'm just sitting here right now, they hurt. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think of any of the other troubleshooting stuff, like, I think uh, caffeine was a big part of her plan, so she, like, so she did her taper, and then uh, she's such a hard ass because... Maggie would start to say that she was getting a little sleepy and Gina would be like, I think we need to wait until we're in that, like, like 3 to 6 a.m. window I before we have it. I think that's good. And so Gina would be like, next loop, and then Maggie would come in on the next loop and be like, I think I can go one more loop without it. <laughs> oh, man, women pushing women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 3 to 6 is really, that's it for me. Yeah, so just that window before she'd get back to the daytime. But, um, so the... So there was the final four for the event. Katie Wright was the fourth person out. She was amazing. Just Aww. and just the nicest. Like how her old and is her she? crew people. I'm not sure how old she is. She's I think she was the youngest person there this year. Oh, so okay, she's cool. on the younger side. Um she lives in she's lived in New Zealand for the last 18 months or so, and she won her place by winning a backyard event in New Zealand. Cool. To come how to this. Uh it was like 240 kilometers, mm-hmm. I think. Cool. I don't know. She was the only wom- woman to win a golden ticket, which Bitchin'. is pretty cool. Bitchin'. She also started running ultras a year ago when oh, she ran no. Tarawera. What's her previous sport? Uh, Fencing. I don't know. I don't know what her previous sport is. Um, I could have asked her that. Uh, but she, um, what else was I going to say on that? So she started ultras a year ago. She was the only woman to win a golden ticket race. There was 10 women out of the 70 field. No. And it ended up being... in. That makes me so angry. And it ended up being 50% women in the final four. So maybe retention-wise... Invite more women. If he invited... What, consider this. So just last, just do, do so an experiment. Laz would and did say you should get a golden ticket then and get in. Sure. Let's just do a little experiment, though, mm-hmm. in your mind. If there was gender parity at the start, do you think that there would be a greater number of women on the second and third day? So, yes. So, I mean, so that that's a valid argument if we're talking about stats. So the retention of women... Is considerably It was higher, higher, so that means that the event would have gone longer, potentially. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the math that I'm sort of... Sussing out here in my mind. Yeah. Uh, Dobies, look that up. I'm sure that holds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Check that. Check yeah. that. Um, 
So yeah, so despite there being less women uh, percentage-wise at the start, 50-50 for the final four, which is so, so oh my cool. God. So that's Katie. She's the so fourth Ka- woman out. Yep, so Katie... The third woman out. Uh, no, Katie was the fourth person out. Oh, oh my God. Okay, right. Let's reassess. And then there was... So, and then... Uh, so then it was the Canadian cowboy, Dave Proctor. Mm-hmm. So if you were watching the live cam at all, he was the gentleman in, in the, the cowboy, cowboy hat, hat. Mm-hmm. who was a delight to watch all day. There were there was more than a few people that were just literally a joy to watch at this event because they were smiling the whole time. They had an easy gait the whole time. Anna, What's one of the uh, Swedish female runners, she looked like she was having the time of her life, like and and really was and. Uh, she and she went quite a while. I want to say she went like 150 or something, um, and she ended up stopping because she said she didn't have the mentality for it mm. quite yet. But then mm. she would be she wanted to come back next year. Cool. Um, but Katie was another person who just was like smiling the whole time. Dave Proctor was like uh, having a great time. Also, Dave was one of two runners that brought compression boots. Next level, people. Compression. Wow. Like the full, what's the name? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wore them at Tyler and PJ's house. They're amazing, but they're like $2,000. Yep. So, so he would come like in between. Yes, yeah, so we would come in between some of the loops, get in his uh, zero gravity chair. His crew would put his compression boots on him while he slept. That's pretty tight. Really? It's a tight game. level. Yeah. It's a tight game. Yeah. That's like nursing home level care. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, which is. What? <laughs> Slap a diaper on you? Like, <laughs> change your bottoms, I roll mean, you over for bed sores. That really is yeah. what it's like. Yeah. So, uh, the compression boots really just, like, wow. blew my mind, because I was like, okay. it's genius. I mean... It is a great idea. If you have them, ab- yeah. I would absolutely do it. Holy shit. So, anyways, so, the last three was Dave Proctor, Will Hayward, and Maggie Guterell. Dave looked like a million dollars until he had a shitty, crazy loop. Like, mm. out of his mind... Bonked, sleep, something cracked. Like, oh god! Like, and he admitted, like, I mean, like, perfect, 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 smiling, perfect, perfect. I can't hardly stand up without leaning on somebody. (sighs) Oh no! Like his brain, and I say his brain broke, but I don't mean like he didn't have. He might have actually ran out of gas. Yeah. So something with his nutrition or something went crazy. Yeah. Um, and it was another one of those things where like he had a shitty loop and then he was kind of like back to normal, I think relatively really? shortly afterwards. Wow. So who knows? Um, so anyways, so then it was, uh, then it was Will and Maggie and I'll be the first to admit, and you should never do this at backyard. You should never assume anything because you never know. Will had looked quite sketchy for quite a while. Um, and, uh, just meaning like, maybe not very high energy, like, was not the person that you were watching thinking, like, he looks not like he's having a game, good time. Like, a clean posture. He did not seem like he was having a good time. So when Dave dropped, it was kind of like, oh, well, you know, just this is gonna, pew, yeah, pew, yeah, pew. this is gonna be a short game from here. And, and then, and then how many more miles after that? They went six more hours. After what, which is two. Will. And, uh, it was crazy because initially after Dave dropped, Will would be quite a few, quite a bit back from mm-hmm, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Like, which, again, does like not mean much? anything. Uh, she I got coming in at like stats Because she would come in and we would go to work on her and we How, would necessarily... What was her average loop time towards the end? So when she was on the trail, she was coming in at like 52, 53 minutes, oh, I think. okay. Yeah, and she was pretty, she was pretty 
diligent about coming in like the exact same time every time. Okay. Okay. I think on the towards the end on the road, I think she was coming in at like forty eight. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Um. So yeah. So she was pretty much like clockwork, but like. So on the trail loops, you know, there's that short road out and back before you start the trail loop. Ugh. And initially when it was just Maggie and Will, even by the time they came off of that road out and back, Will was quite a bit behind her. Like, enough that it was like, yay, Maggie! And then it was like, all right, Will! Okay. Like, um, and then all of a sudden, Will started looking better. And I was like, what the, what the, what fuck, the fuck is, is this? happening here? Like, and Laz even said, I think, in one of his posts, and he said at the race site, too, he was like, he goes, you know, I, would, I thought that Maggie already had this in the bag. He goes, but, he goes, but Will's starting to look better. I and read that. And he did. I read that. Um, and Laz made an observation afterwards, and whether this is full of shit or if this even works in this timing, Will lives in Hong Kong, so he goes, maybe he's, like, on his... Maybe he was oh, on his time? daylight time. Like, maybe he looked don't, like don't shit believe. during the day because nah. that was his dark... That was night. No, like, because the body reacts to darkness. I know, but jet lag is real. Sure. So, I, I don't know. It. Isn't Hong Kong, like, exactly opposite from us? Probably. So, who knows? Um, but yeah, so Will started to look better. And there was only, like, one loop that I remember even seeing Maggie give two shits about what anybody else is doing. And she just said... She goes, he, um, she said, he, he only came in two and a half minutes behind me. So she was like, <sighs> I think for it was, a minute. Yeah. For like, not, not Who even. Who wouldn't? I mean, that, that's actually just strategizing. Yes. That's not even. Yeah. Maybe that's being observant. Fear. That's just like, hmm. Yep. So, uh, we'll crawl back or however you want to put that. Kept getting up every single loop. And then, um, on their. Uh, so Maggie came in off of her last trail loop, and because you're on the trail for 12 hours before you switch back out to the road, that last trail loop, you, it tends to be like a big switch. You're like usually trying to change clothes and shoes and everything. So that, so yeah, so that Mm -hmm. you can feel fresh and get ready for the next 12 Mm -hmm. hours and all this good stuff. So we did like a a perfectly executed change that we were all very proud of, which was like, I think shirt, sports bra, shoes, socks, re-lubing and cleaning before we went on, um, I think Meg puppeteering yeah, dead I, body. Yeah, I think Gina. Uh, Gina ended up popping probably six plus blisters on Maggie's feet. Like, and just I, I don't wow. even know that if Maggie wouldn't have seen them, that she would even register them. She was like in the zone. She was dialed in. Oh, God, <laughs> so uh, she was like fully ready to go. Jacket back on. Had her music on for the road. Like switched out. Oh, I, I cool. mean, just like ready to go. Yeah. Um, and she, like, we come out of the tent, which, at the beginning of the event, you know, as soon as Laz blows, like, the three-minute whistles, everybody starts to get up. And then by the time you get to, like, the second day, like, we were like, you don't need to stand up until, like, 30 seconds. You didn't have to go through the barrier to get to the start line, No, so we ended up moving our tent from the double suite up to close to the the start line. So you could just get up with less than one minute to Yeah, Um, and so she gets out of the tent with, like, 30 seconds to go, and until then, none of us had realized that Will had not come in yet. So we were, like, in full go mode all the way up until 30 seconds till, like, here we go. Because Maggie was geared up to go, like, she was, I dare I might say, excited to go out on the road. And we pop out of the tent and we're like, oh, shit. Will's not back yet. Oh, my God. And then it was like, and then people started, like, counting down, like, the 10, 9, and it was like, oh, my gosh. Like, we haven't even seen Will come out of the woods. Okay. This is it. This is it. Uh, it just happened. Wait, 
this is the part that I don't know and I'm super excited to hear about okay. it. What was her reaction? It was kind of what I'm just telling you now, where it was like, uh, oh! Wait, did she react she with thought, that much emotion? Yeah, so she thought she had to do another loop. That's what I thought. Because of the oft-deliberated, de- but as I had told somebody earlier, I bet my life on it. That if it doesn't, if somebody doesn't finish a loop, you don't have to do one solo. You just have to be the only one to finish a loop, even if two people go out. So you just have to, he would have to be just late. Yes. Late returning. Yes. And so he had that many seconds to get back, and he didn't. Right. Yeah. And was he still not there at the bell? It, no. He was not even close. Like, oh. Maggie, like, was done, had some food, put on an extra coat before Holy he came out. Cow. And apparently he, uh, somebody said he got lost but I don't know if that was, like, bonky last because somebody else also said that at one point he thought he was in Hong Kong. <laughs> like, oh, no. yeah. So, and Laz was also, like, as soon as it... Because when you do the last trail loop of the day, it's dark. Like, by the time you're done yeah. with the trail loop, it's dark. And he goes, it's... He said it gets very dark back there. So, like... Yeah, it's also 60 hours. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, when I hear stuff about, like, Faggy and people like that being, like, are, who are you? Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised she didn't get loony at she all. She had lots of hallucinations. Oh, she can you tell lot. me about some of so them before she, we go back to the um, end? So, and I only know the specifics of the hallucinations because we were just kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think she was talking about seeing snow and, like, seeing, like, yeah. different stuff. And I, I don't know if she was hearing some stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, inevitably, yeah. you so must. She, um, although, I will say she, she slept a lot. Mm. She came in and slept on most loops, and apparently that okay, was good. one of her learning things from last year. This year is last year she did a lot of caffeine, mm. couldn't sleep It'll in between loops sick. very yeah. well, and this year she, by restraining to just that caffeine in that window, I mean, she would come in and sleep for like eight, ten minutes at a time good. on most loops. Good. Like, and just like fully That's out. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that that made a big difference, but yeah, she definitely still had like hallucinations okay. and like, good. um, that was one Not of the, good. I don't wish was, it. yeah, that was one of the things that she, when she really wanted caffeine is when she started being like, it's getting weird just, out yeah, there, guys. Yeah, like, there's all <laughs> kinds of shit. Please help me all of it, man. Come in like Hunter S. Thompson, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. we can't go back out there. <laughs> like, why is this pencil talking to me? Um, but yeah, so... Uh, so let's go back to her reaction, because I want to hear more about that. Yeah, so it was kind of just disbelief. Like, wait, that's it? So how did Gina and everybody else react? What, what were you guys doing? It was very emotional. So it was not, like, a screaming thing. It was more like a... Like a grab-your-chest kind of thing? Yes. And also, um, and Jen Coker, one of the other women crewing, or one of the original crew people along with Gina, when... Uh, Canadian cowboy Dave Proctor dropped, she was... This was her first time... I think this was her first time at Diggs, period. This was her first time being there as a crew person or at all. She had an opportunity to run backyard several years ago and didn't get a chance to do it. Anyways, she was like, uh, she goes, I'm so, like, sad about him dropping. She was like, I did not expect this when Dave Proctor dropped. She was like, I didn't realize that even though you want your person to win you still are, like, emotionally invested in everybody else, yeah. which is totally true. It's like, yeah, I believe that. It's like you, you want them all, 
you like want them all to keep going, but your person to win, but also everybody to keep going. Yeah, it's an irrational desire, yeah. but it's very, it's, yeah. you know, I mean, it's like a family thing. Yeah, and it's it's very much like you want to see everybody do the most that they can do, and that requires everybody continuing to go. So, mm-hmm. so it was one of those things where it was like, oh, I can't oh, believe like, it's over. Oh, like, is he okay? Too? No, 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 okay. Just like, uh, like, oh, like, that's awesome. She won, but Will stopped. Shoot, the thing's over. What a weird, complex feeling. It is. It's really like, and you. Know, I think you realize this too when you look at um, previous years' results and stuff, like between Johan and Courtney. Like Johan was like very grateful to Courtney for yeah. like getting the getting him that far, and actually yeah. in the big program, like, you can't do it without yeah. another person. Yeah, and like the year that uh, Guillaume and Harvey went for a long time. Yeah. Like it's it's such a strange like. Help me get help me get there, but I also want you to stop. Like yeah. it's very it's very Let's strange. Let's hold hands until we can. Yeah, and even in the Bigs program, like which I think is really cool, they have the winner listed for each year along with the assist. So they say like the assist for last year. So the winner last year was Johan. And the assist, assist is goes to Courtney oh because Johan can't. can't do what he did without Courtney. What a lovely way of putting it. Yeah, I love it. And like. Uh, Maggie couldn't go this year without Will having, right. like, stepped up the way That's that he did. That's a nice did. way of saying it's it. It's super, and it's crazy. And, like, you won't, I, I don't think you'll know, like, maybe for people that were following the live tracking and watching the webcam super religiously, but, like, you really do. You root for every single person. Oh, I believe it, yeah. It's crazy. Um, so yeah. So what happened next? What happened right after that? So right after, so right after Maggie won and time went to 60 hours, like, Maggie celebrated and was, uh, told Laz... Uh, she said, you know, at Berkeley you, this year, you said you really wanted to see a woman win backyard. She said, so I did that. Pa-ching! Come at me, bro. Yeah. And to Laz's credit, he's, he's said multiple times for this year that he wanted a woman to win. Great. So. I don't really care what Laz has to say about this. <laughs> so, uh. I'm excited for Maggie. Yeah, so she was, I mean, I, like. Yeah, disbelief, but then also being like, yeah, this is what I said I was going to do. Wow. Um, so, is this race a golden ticket to Barclays? It is. So, that's another weird th- way of, like, a pyramid, at the, t- the top of which is always Barclays. Yeah. It's the, it's the reason for doing anything. But Ma- Maggie did say something along the lines of, like, it's so weird to have secured her... Because she did Barclay last year, mm-hmm. but, she now she has, though, but right? now she has her spot secured earlier than most people find out they're in Barclay. So that's really cool because... That's cool because now she now can grind her yeah. fucking titties off. Sorry. Exactly. I mean... <laughs> I mean that, what else would you yeah. fucking... What else do you do dr- in Durango in the winter? You grind your fucking Yeah, you grind off. your titties off. Yeah. And if you don't have you... any titties, you grind something else off. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, so she took a minute to talk to Laz, uh, took, like, a bunch of pictures, and, like, I mean, because everybody's going nuts. And there was still a lot of were people. Were there any news there? Yes. Sports Illustrated was there. Uh, I Run, uh, I run, I run for Ultra was there. Um, they have, like, a little goat logo. She does a lot mm-hmm. of content. Anyways, um, there was another guy that was, there were several people with media passes. But, yeah. Mm, cool. Yeah. Um, wow. What an incredible feat. Uh, and ha- to be able to be there to the assist. <laughs> to be the assist. Uh, yeah. I I just, I, like, the pride in being, like, 
a woman right now mm. is just... Oh, it's so good. I mean, between Maggie and Camille, Camille Heron, Heron setting a new 24-hour world record, like, uh, uh, just women. It's a good women. time to be alive. Mm. Yeah. Mmm, so good. You know what I mean? It's, like, so get, juicy. Oh, like, oh, I mm. spent whole hours at work just, like... Da, da. <laughs> yeah, I'm really jazzed. Well, I'm proud of you. Thanks. Me too. I I feel uh, really proud of, like, my personal growth. It seems... I, I won't say it seems silly, but it seems silly that in c- contrast to, like, Maggie running 250 miles and becoming the first woman to win... Like, you for me personally, yes, like, it's, it's not an not, apples to apples. No, it's not easy for me to, like, insert myself into things, and I felt really good about being part of that team, and Gina and Jen, I can't thank you guys enough for letting me jump in with you guys, um, and I feel a little emotional saying that, and Maggie, like, getting to see you do the fucking thing, like, amazing, amazing. Oh, we're so proud of you, Maggie. You're an amazing human being. <sighs> Takes a lot to make Annie yeah. Lang cry, so yeah. good job. Oh, and uh, and I not this is already evident, but to have a crew of women crewing a woman to win, mm. just really the, the icing jam. on the fucking cake. That's there, the jam. yeah, that's awesome. Um, so on the hot hot tails of this bizarre running experiment, you depart tomorrow. Yeah. For? Friday. Friday. For, for Pinhody 100. So, you know, I have all this fitness that I was going to use at Biggs. Yeah. That I'm going to use to do Pinhody. So, I'm doing it primarily as my Western States qualifier for this year, because this will be my fifth year in the Western States lottery. Wow. Which is crazy. Which, if odds hold up from last year, that means I have a one in four chance of getting That's into Western really States. That's really good. Yeah. Wow, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so that's a little that's a little strange for me. This will not be my first time doing Pinhody, which uh, the only other hundred I've done twice is uh, Not Your Mama's. Oh, that's so, fun. Yeah, so it's interesting. So I ran it in 26 and a half hours in 2016. That's so fast. It's quite fast. It's going to be quite chilly this year, which I'm stoked about. Oh, well, as long as there's not precipitation. No, it will just be crisp. It's supposed to be like a high of like... 55 or something in a low of like 35. With no rain? With no rain. So this I am your fucking jazzed. jam. I am jazzed wow. to be a little cold. So, okay, cool. Yeah, so we'll see. I, She's I, crewing herself, BT dubs. Yeah. Second which, time solo mission. Yes, which is what Nody. I did last time too. Um, it was not on purpose this time. Last time it was definitely to be like, can I do this solo? And this year I'm like, eh, it seems easier to just go solo. I wish I could be there, yeah. except for I never want to go back there again, so have fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, they sent out a note today, uh, there's been a few short course changes, so it's actually 103 and a half miles. Ooh. Yeah. So, that's going to be the, like, because my, my A goal is, or not A goal, my, my, like, bottom tier goal is to just make the cutoff, get my Western States qualifier, I'm good. Okay. But, if I could beat my time from 2016. Well, you're going to do that with an extra that's color run involved? Like. Who knows? 100 miles plus a color run. Do you get an extra belt buckle? This has got like a little asterisk that says like, Yahoo! I did it, I did it on my period and yeah. I did a 5K afterwards. <laughs> I did 100 miles on my period plus a 5K. Yeah, that should be a whole sweatshirt. I, I can never get it. I can't get any more special period buckles though because IUD, don't get my period. Oh, yeah. I'd say TMI, but deal with it. Yeah, no, that's not TMI. <laughs> that's Don't be ridiculous. Um, so, yeah. So, that Pinhody is this weekend. Um, and then we'll see how that goes because I, I have no idea what's going on with my fitness because 
our weekends, the like big adventure race yeah, nationals, fifty k, five k. BFC, it's been crazy. It's, weekend after weekend after weekend after weekend after weekend after weekend. Yeah, it's like a madman's uh, murderer chart. Yes. With random with dots all over. and yarn tied to with, completely with random With equal thing. yarn to one side that says, cannot run a 5K right now, and yeah. equal yarn that goes to, going to PR, PR her 100 mile time. Going to pee hard at 100 miles. <laughs> P- I'm going to pee hard my PR. I mean, you pee harder than I would really I know. like so good. Now we have two race name ideas. One is Teat Reaper, Teat Reaper yes. which will absolutely happen. The other one should be the pee hard PR. The pee hard PR. I like. I yeah. like that. Yep. A lot. Uh huh. So yeah, who knows what's going to happen? The Teat Reaper is just a loafy six hour. Absolutely. Which okay. I've considered doing that for my birthday, but I still oh, no thank you. I mean, I'll do it. I'll do it. Like nude, if you decide that's what you want. Yeah, I I'll mean, do it. How else bre- will you get your teeth reaped if you're not nude? But with just a Santa hat on, if it's like what you want, you know. I mean, I'll do literally anything. I'll do it. I'll do it in a full priest robe, if that's your mood. I might go as over teacups down the backside if it's dry. Uh, yeah, I don't feel like that would be. I'll oh, that sled down to- the backside. We've gone on a little bit of a tangent. Anyway, so so who do you think we are? Okay. Anyways, so I don't know where my fitness is because I have been doing a lot, but not necessarily like specifically for this race. So not it's at all. so weird. It's yeah, gonna it'll be, be fine. weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna try and totally harness the uh, story stories that we can tell mm-hmm. ourselves thing mm-hmm. and just be like, I do Fuck hard. yeah, this is a thing. Yeah, that I, I do can hard do. things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then after that, we have like uh, we we have more stuff that we can talk about next time, but. Uh, briefly, the nine-hour winter solstice looped mm-hmm. run on December 21st, which pretty sure I'm going to end up doing. Yay! Along with my mom and my sister, and probably Andy. Shut up. Yeah. Everyone's coming? Yeah, just I think thing so. I on a whim? Yeah. Oh! And then the I al- Christmas miracle! And then I also am probably going to go for a FKT on the Sheltui Trace. At Thanksgiving? Trail. Yeah. So, 323-mile trail. Domini Domini. Yep. So... More to come on that. Holy Christ. Okay. Yeah. But until next time, we are Burf Barf! <laughs>